talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Then throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how to really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. And came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Vaughn gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse Bates in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was cause that's the loser way It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eh? It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seems like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. What do we say, dog? They gotta play us! That's right, they gotta play us. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Sports with Strawberry Ice. The home of future Hall of Famer. Joseph Daniel Votto. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,218 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Helps me out. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for the notification. Every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So, if you want to support what I'm doing, which Gary Miller was supposed to join today, but some guy named Joseph Daniel Votto had a huge debut last night. So Channel 12 one will go down to the ballpark. So no, I'd say, give me a super chat. They ask Gary Miller something. I'm hoping tracks can jump, jump in. If you just want to support the show, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know I wear it almost every day. Jackpot Joey 9, the greatest quarterback in the league. If you want any of the stuff, go to jackpotjoey9.com. Hats, banners, uh, shirts, everything. Portions of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Foundation and the Joe Burrow Foundation. Uh, we gave him a big old check after we had the uh, golf outing uh, a couple months ago. Anyway, what's up to everybody in the chat? You guys are blowing it up. Of course, Stranger, you were first. Holmes is in there. Brad's in there. Johnny Paps is in there. Pork Chops in there. Crips in there. Jeremy. Tim. Uh, Anthony. There, Tim. Anyway, let's get to my man. Now, look. Like I said, Gary Miller had to bail out on me because, you know, the Canadian cowboy, Joseph Daniel Votto, Showed up, so Channel 12 wanted him to go do, do some stuff, so he couldn't join. But my main man, who's almost always there for me, and if you guys are not following him for Bengals coverage, and hey, he's been talking about the Reds a lot. Go check him out. He's Trags. What's going on, Trags? Nice hat. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, actually, it's uh, right up. It was right on my uh, shelf, off to my right, on my book, one of my bookshelves here in the office. And I decided, you know what? What? Why not? And by the way, can I tell you something, Jeff? Sure. What's up? The the uh, Reds uh, World Series champion banner you have behind you is spectacular. 
Yes, yes. My my uh, my my daughter's boyfriend bought that for me. So yes, well, hopefully we'll be adding another one here. But yeah, I, I since the Reds are doing good again, I got I got to start adding some Red stuff in here because like I said, people are like, "Oh, you're talking Reds now." I'm like, "Well, yes." I try to talk about what everybody wants to hear. And why not? For the last year and a half, nobody wanted to hear about the Reds. They're playing awesome right now. You're tweeting about it. The cow, the Canadian Cowboy, Joseph Daniel Votto. I said yesterday, I'm like, why wouldn't you want a Hall of Fame player back in your line? Why wouldn't you want to try it? I had no clue he would do as good as he did. Did he surprise you uh, last night? Yeah, he did, and uh, in in a very good way. And I'm look, I'm one of those who's and he said this himself, and that was, um, I cannot come back and not contribute. Right, I have to be able to contribute. I have to be able to play at a certain level. Uh, to jump on a running train, to jump on a moving train, as the uh, sports cliche goes. Yep. And good for him for acknowledging that, and that was before the game. And he comes out, and boy, did he look – I mean, he really looked so much better yes. than he did last year. And it made me think he had been playing hurt last year. And, you know, props to him for last year in 2022 on a 100-loss team, as it turned out, for going out – and giving it his all, he he knows he's getting paid, you know, as the superstar he was. He's not that same player back in 2010 when he was the MVP of the National League, 2012 when he certainly was one of the stalwarts. And even in 2021 where he had a very, very good year, um, you know, he's he may get back to that level. And I think that is probably his goal. Uh, but he certainly, I think, more than anything else, wants to fit in. He wants to be just some guy um, that who is playing at a very high level, right. who is in very good shape, be able to come in and be another cog in the machine. And that he said that a couple of times yesterday. He said this over the years. I just want to be another guy who can contribute mm-hmm. on the team. And he came out last night, and it's one game, but he he certainly looked like a different ball player to me. Oh, yeah. He, he looked 10 years younger. I mean, uh, no, don't get me wrong. I said this on the show yesterday. I said this might be his last season as a Red. But, I mean, honestly, Trags, if he plays like he did last night and he can, can do that on a consistent basis, I mean, I could see them. I mean, take Vado it one said, game at a time. Yeah, take it one game nice. at a time. I'll put it this way. Vado said he wants to end his career as a Red. He has been a Red yes. since he's 18 years old. He really doesn't right. want to play for anybody else. I could see him – been working out a a he's not gonna get the big money he's got now. I mean he's not going to a lower tier deal to possibly maybe sign it for another year or two. Either way, <laughs> I, the the book the book is open on what could happen with Joey Votto. I mean it's it, it is unbelievable and and to to see how much it meant to him. And when he was doing the interview with with Jim Day last night, he looked yeah. dead at the camera and he wasn't talking to Jim Day. He was talking to you. He was talking to me. He was talking to all Reds fans of how much. This meant to him how much he loves playing, how much he loves this city, how much he loves this team, and how much he wants to win. And he said on, on SVP last night, you know, we've had a championship Super Bowl uh, contending uh, football team here. We need a contending baseball team, and he wants to be a part of that. And that's all I think Joey Votto's ever wanted is to have a contending baseball team here and try to win a freaking ring. And Drags? Uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and, and I said this to a couple of my friends, a couple of my colleagues last night. Um, we may be witnessing history, maybe. Um, if this team even comes out of the, or, you know, winds up winning the division in the National League Central after a 100-loss season, that will be nearly as historic as the 90 Reds after the 80, 1989 right. disaster mm-hmm. coming out of nowhere and winning the World Series. The, this team has the chance of really making history uh in terms of the perspective of one of the greatest sports franchises in America um, and, and a long-standing rich tradition of the Cincinnati Reds. If they were able uh, to do something special this year, I think it would really uh, stand out in certainly in Cincinnati sports history. The Bengals, you know, were that close, this close uh, in 2021 uh, to making that same kind of history. I think the Reds are capable. Um, they still have more than half of the season to play though. And, you know, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves too much. You know what my big concern is, and it's concern of every single fan of the Reds is their starting rotation. Yeah. Uh, is it going to, is it going to last? Mm-hmm. And right now you're talking about a rotation that doesn't have its top three pictures mm-hmm. in Hunter Green 
and Nick Lodolo and Graham Ashcraft. They get Ashcraft back this weekend, but still, um, at some point, uh, they've got to uh, get those guys back healthy if they're going to make any type of run at even making the postseason. Absolutely. And I, I'm kind of curious. I mean, the crown here said, you know, talk about starting pitching. Uh, at this point, do you see them trading for anybody? Now, I, I don't think we're going to trade for like, we're not trading any of our top 20 prospects. No, no, we're not doing that. That's not going to happen. We're gonna, nope. If they get somebody, it's going to be for one of the lower tier guys. I mean, if we can get a consistent starter, that would help. I, I don't see the Reds getting away from their plan because this is the thing the all those Reds fans have gotten mad. Like, okay. Like when they when they made the trades in, in the last year, I said, okay, I can see what you're trying to do. And if these guys all hit, which by God they have all hit, we we got a chance of having four of the top uh, rookie of, you know rookie of the year candidates on one team, right? If, if they all hit, I can see where it's going to happen. But you got to stick to it, and that's where I keep trying to tell Reds fans. This is what I said for Bengals fans in 2021. Enjoy this right now. Enjoy it. because the thing is, Trags, I'm 48 years old. I've never had both my teams. Where I can see they could be championship caliber baseball football teams for years with the talent that they right. have on these teams. They have no question. one or two. It's I mean, and we still brought CES up yet. We got another guy down there, and there's another pitcher down there too, down in Double A and a shortstop. There's so much talent that could be coming up. So that's why I'm like, I, I'm kind of like, yes, I want to win this year, but I don't want to mortgage the future on that. No, and they, I can assure you, they are not going to do that. I know enough people around the team. Uh, and have been told exactly that they're not about to mortgage the future to try and make the playoffs in 2023 when they're already ahead of schedule in terms of their prospects coming up and contributing. What you're looking at in terms of bolstering the starting rotation is remember Mike Miner? Yeah. That's the kind of guy yes. that they could use right now at the back end of the yes. rotation. You know, he's not spectacular, but he could come in and really help help them. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Guy like Connor Overton, who is on the injured list. They need somebody like that right. to come out of the woodwork and be able to give them, let's say, 10 starts, 12 starts mm-hmm. uh, by the time Nick Lodolo uh, comes around and gets out of his boot and gets back on the team in August sometime. I've, I'm a little concerned about that uh, in terms of the severity. I know he had a stress reaction in his foot right uh and those things can be very tricky to heal and the reds obviously and smartly are going to take their time they're not going to rush him back again you know the idea is not to try and win the division in 2023 at all costs you want um nick lodolo part of the big three mm-hmm. uh going forward in your rotation yeah you got Abbott do... in there too that could be four <laughs> abbott hasn't given up a run yet <laughs> well no and what you're looking at right now in the Cincinnati Reds rotation is something pretty startling. You have got two rookies who before May hadn't made a major league start. Um, You've got, you know, Brandon Williamson, who pitched last night, who uh, is looking better and better every time I see him is, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to flash 95. To be able to flash 95 as a left-handed starter is terrific. Obviously, Andrew Abbott has done what he's been able to do. Uh, so I think that's terrific. But um, then you've got a guy like Luke Weaver, who is pretty steady, gives you innings. And, uh, you know, you just want a guy like Luke Weaver to throw strikes and be around the plate. If you're a guy like Luke Weaver, which you don't want to have him do, because he doesn't have blow away stuff, right. you don't want him putting guys on base on via the base on balls. That can't happen. And I think he knows he's somebody who knows that. But, um, you know, you take a look at the roster uh, for the Reds right now in in the rotation. Yeah, they could absolutely uh, use some help uh, in terms of the rotation. I think the bullpen's been managed very well by David Bell. Obviously, he came under um, some criticism for the end of the third game in Houston. (laughs) Well, for the end of the third game, the end of the third game in Houston, I could understand people asking where's alexis diaz i mean he hadn't pitched the day before and does he really need two days off and look david bell knows that uh bullpen better than anybody and his feeling was yeah he does right he does need that kind of rest and we saw uh last night that uh, when he came into the game he gave up uh two hits first and third with nobody out and maybe a day before he wouldn't be able to reach back and strike out two batters and get a ground out to end the game and wiggle his way out Uh, But last night he was able to do that. 
And I think it's pretty impressive that uh, David Bell has managed the bullpen the way he has. Look, I tweeted this last night before the game. The fact that David Bell has the rotation he has, he has only really four dependable, healthy starting pictures, two of them rookies. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, rookies who haven't had very much experience even to the start of the season makes him manager of the year material period. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just that alone. No question. Absolutely. I mean, Travis, one thing I, I'm hoping for, in the, at least we get to the second half, the all-star break, that we get all 40s back. We get Hunter Green back. Ash, hopefully Ashcraft will get back to the way he can pitch. We'll find out this weekend. Get him back. Hopefully get Lodolo back. And then they add Abbott on that. That's four really good young pitchers. And one thing I've, I've compared them to. Now, I know I know you remember the, the, the very first version of the Atlanta Braves when and when Steve yeah. Avery was in there. And everybody yes. keeps going, Glax, Moats, and, 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 you know, Glax, Avery, or supposed to have, you know, they always talk about them. Like, well, everybody forgets about Steve Avery. They, at one time, had four really good starters, so Avery got hurt, and they became a Red in 99, and that was a disaster. But the Reds, if these guys, all four, can can get healthy and pitch. Now, the thing is, second half, I don't know if they're going to shut them down or not, because this is going to be the longest some of them have pitched. But if it can work out, that's your pitching rotation, and that's your pitching help coming if again if i keep saying if it works out because like i said they're not going to this division is winnable they can do it but a lot of stuff still got to work out the right way here them. here's what we have to take into consideration people like me cannot bitch and moan if andrew abbott gets pulled after five innings yeah uh, or six innings because they may have that in mind they may be like well if we're actually legitimately contending for the playoffs then we cannot have these young pictures or don't want these young pictures exposed to 225 innings. That may seem ridiculous. It would have been ridiculous back in the day. Why not? They're young. You're, you're fighting for the playoffs. You do everything you can to make the playoffs. That's not uh, in the uh, operational handbook of Nick Kroll's Cincinnati Reds because they don't have the budget. Uh, they need to rely on these young players, keep them as healthy as possible going forward and have them as long as they can because they're not going to be able to afford all of them at right. once when they come up for their big contracts. So uh, with that in mind, they have to keep them healthy. They have to, you know, step on the accelerator very, very carefully on some of them. And uh, we've already seen, obviously, now with a guy like, uh, Hunter Green, what you really hope for in his right hip, that there's no torn labrum. Right. That is what, you know, you really, really hope that uh, they can, you know, if it's just hip soreness and, and hip pain that he was pitching through, they're smart to lay off of it, get the MRI, make sure that there's nothing going on with his labrum. Because if you tear that labrum in your hip, mm -hmm. you know, you can be out half a year easily, if not the whole season. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, uh, news of the day, they uh, DFA'd Will Myers, which I know that, that was Not a big surprising. contention. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, I don't know, unless somebody wants to trade for him, which I didn't think anybody would, there's no spot for him. And I keep no. saying this. I'm hoping they're going to get no. CES up here. People can ask, well, where are you going to put him? I keep saying this. You got Vado and you got him. One on place first base, one on DH. You can put Steer and you have it. Look, having too much talent on one team is not a problem for me. Uh, I'm not for that yet. No? I want – CES to be getting as many at bats as he can in Louisville. There's no need to for him to, to, but, to promote him. But after at this a while, tries. What else has he got to prove? Is he really improving? Well, the, there, the, or? he's not going to. He's going to regress, Jeff. If you bring him up and he just sits on the bench. Well, yeah, I mean, no, I'm not, not saying same. Yeah, you got to play him, but I, that's you know. I think you have too many players right now, and what they really have to figure out long term is what are they going to do with Nick Senzel. I yeah, mean, is that the is that the chip that they use to get go out and get a starting picture? That's that could I'm be. Thinking. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm and that makes the most sense. And you know, the, you're you're not going to be able to keep everybody. I, they love Kevin Newman because of his versatility, um, and you know, he is uh, somebody that really fits into what they're doing. Nick Senzel, I think, would be very attractive to a team that. Uh, can use some center field help, can use uh, some third base help, right. corner infield Same help, base. and he's got good pop, and he's still young, still young enough in his you know upper 20s. So uh, he's somebody that uh, I think probably I would keep an eye on. What are they going to do with Nick Senzel right. going forward? Yeah, those two right there are my two guys that I, I think they could try to flip to try to get a, a starting pitcher. Anyway, Trags, 
You said 15 minutes. I, I, I we're, we're a little over. You want to talk some Bengals real quick? What's sure. on your, what's, uh, what's you top of your mind? I got a couple of minutes. What's top of your mind? Bengals. Top of my mind Bengals right now. Well, <laughs> it's jackpot's contract. I mean, that's right. whatever he's asking me. When's it going to happen? Are they going to sign him? Are they going to sign T? Why haven't we signed Joe yet? What's going on? Does Joe want more money? Yeah, this is <laughs> not me. I think we're going to sign him. I think it's going to happen before training camp, but that's the biggest question I keep getting asked. Uh, and I think there might be some wait and see on whether or not Justin Herbert's going to get his deal. And I think they're they're trying to determine if Justin Herbert's deal gets done. I think the Joe Burrow camp wants to come in with a contract that's comparable, if not better. Yeah. And with Herbert, I think what they're waiting on is length. Uh, and that's what this is going to come down to length of the deal. Uh, seven to eight years, I think is a good ballpark expectation. I don't think the Bengals or I don't think Burrow is going to accept what Patrick Mahomes accepted in a 10 year deal where the chiefs were really able to uh, spread out the, the cap money and whatnot. Uh, I don't think Burrow is going to do that. Uh, I think uh, he is also going to come in the neighborhood of anywhere between 210 and 225 million dollars guaranteed. It's guess, it's an educated guess, but I think that would be uh, reasonable uh, to expect. Uh, certainly, you know, Deshaun Watson got his 230 million dollars, but the thing there to keep in mind, and I think both sides probably agree on this, that is that is an outlier. The, the the Sean Watson deal he, that was signed with the Cleveland Browns is not something that I think uh, is going to provide a lot of guide points or or uh, guideposts in terms of the negotiating right. uh, for the Bengals in terms of the guaranteed money. And I think uh, the Burrow side can understand that. It's certainly not going uh, to do that if if uh, the Bengals tell Joe Burrow. Uh, look, if you're serious about wanting, you know, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase to stay here in Cincinnati, you we cannot do $230 million right, guaranteed. Right. And I yeah. think that's that that is what the team would say. The team would say, look, you know, we understand that you are you are want to help us and we appreciate that very much. We cannot do $230 million. That that would be my guess. But I do think that the deal is going to get done before training camp. I don't think there's any. It, it would I would be very very surprised if it were not done before training camp begins. Yeah. All right. One well, one real quick Bengals question here, and you be talked about this a lot on the show. Jonah Williams showed up. Like I kept saying, you said it. He's going to show up. He's going to play right tackle. I do understand where he's a little hurt. I think he's over now. Where I, I think it's a little ridiculous, sad that. The Bengals did not contact him <laughs> even after, you know, they didn't call him like, hey, Jonah, hey, we want to move you to right tackle. We got this guy named Orlando Brown's going to play left tackle. You know, at least talk to him. That to me, I thought was curious. I, I, you know, it's a phone call, Trags. So, you know, just call. So I talked to Jonah a little bit uh, at his locker uh, in um, at the end of minicamp. Uh, I think it was two days after he spoke to the media on Tuesday. I spoke to him a little bit uh, on Thursday. And, you know, I think he understands that there may have been some gamesmanship going on there with the Bengals trying to get a gauge of how's Jonah Williams going to react to this. And that's the only reason I can think of why the Bengals would not be proactive and letting him know what's going on. Right. They wanted to see how would he react? What would be the response and move forward going with uh, how he reacts, meaning right. uh, if he handles it with, you know, expressing some frustration, expressing some, you know, bitterness and whatnot, they can live with that. And, you know, as a matter of fact, as a lot of fans have suggested uh, on your show and, and elsewhere on Twitter and on social media, maybe that motivates them. Maybe that's the kind of kick in the right. butt uh, they want to see from Jonah going from the, well, from Jonah, they want to see him play inspired right tackle this year. Uh, and really, you know, right tackle is much more of a run blocking heavy uh, type of position than is left tackle. Mm -hmm. And maybe that uh, helps the run game a little bit to have Jonah flip sides and and move him uh, on the more run heavy end of the offensive line. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the other question, mean, I'll put it this way. Me and Dale had this conversation a lot on here and We've had this conversation about Joe Mixon. We both have thought they were going to restructure him. So far, it hasn't happened. I 
I'll be shocked if they have they don't do it right yep. at this point. I they might not. Okay, L. Collins. Now the the thing with this offensive line, Super Bowl run, AFC Championship run, we've had injuries to the offensive line, and we've had we haven't been deep enough. Right now, if if you keep Lel, which I don't know if they're going to, but if you keep him, put him on the pup list, and then you come in. Sure. That's your first guy off the bench because we're we're planning on playing 2022 games, you know, to make a Super Bowl run. And last two years, we the offensive line has not been able to make it. If you had your two backup guys are Lowe Collins and, and Jackson Harmon to come off the bench, I think that's a good thing. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals do it at this point. I, I don't know. What what do they keep Lowe as a backup, or what do you think? I think what the Bengals would like is to trade one of their $12 million right tackles. I think what a team that would be interested in doing a deal with the Bengals is trading for Jackson Carmen mm -hmm. simply because of the cost. Right. And uh, if the, if the Bengals at this point would be willing to keep Lael and uh, Jonah Williams on their roster at their price and get something in of value in return draft pick, obviously is probably uh, what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. yes. um, get a draft pick back. Uh, for Jackson Carmen, then uh, you deal with that and you move forward and you have that situation. You have a little more clarity to the situation. Right. And then, you know, L. Collins becomes your third tackle, becomes somebody maybe you, you uh, play even more than you would. Maybe you go to a more of a jumbo package right. uh, than you would if you had uh, Jackson as your third tackle. Maybe I mean, a hell of a jumbo package right there, Trags. <laughs> but it would. Right. And, you know, what have the Bengals struggled with? They have struggled with running. I cannot, I have said this so many times in the last two years, I get sick of saying it. The Bengals have struggled running the ball when you know you need to run the ball. Yep. And you have that kind of offensive line, uh, you know, Orlando Brown on one end, then you have, you know, the, a terrific interior offensive line, obviously. And then you have Jonah Williams and Lael Collins on the right side in a power jumbo package, especially a uh, low red zone. That's a pretty good situation to be in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, one thing, I, the thing with me about them trading Jax Carmen, my personal opinion is I think they're trying to groom him to be our starting right tackle next year. Cause I think well, and Jonah Could both are going next year. That's why I don't just personal. I have, that's I have a, no, that's I have, a terrific theory. Jeff. Yeah. I, I, you know, but, so that, that's where I think they're at on But like I said, I have no inside information or anything. I, again, it, you, if, if you want to cut the deal, another uh, NFL team, an NFL general manager is going to uh, say to uh, uh, Duke Tobin, and he's going to say to Katie Blackburn and Troy Blackburn, uh, if, we, if we're going to do a deal, we want the lowest cost oh, yeah. to our on our side, and that's going to be Jackson Carmen. Right, yeah, I mean, that, that totally makes sense. I mean, either way, Trags, it's the same thing I was saying with the Reds. Having too much talent? That's not that's never a good thing. That's never a problem. That is I'll a good that. problem to have. Yeah. No question. And, and the thing you said about the Bengals team, we're going to say about the Reds now, we're not going to be able to sign everybody. The Reds aren't going to be able to sign everybody. They're not going to keep everybody. But the the point is because they have so many good players. And I'm like, right. I, tracks, I'm like, like your, your point from, from the 89 Reds to the 90 Reds. The 89 Reds, I mean, that was the Pete Rose thing, and it was an absolute yep. terrible year. We, we just came off going. It was a to, disaster. Oh, we, we, won the, we went to the won second place with five years in a row. I'm like, all right, we're going to win this thing. Fine. And then, Rose, and then, oh, my God. And then Lou Pinnell came in, had the Nasty Boys, and everything turned around, and we won the World Series. There's a lot of that happening right now, but, but it's different because of the young players. I've never seen yeah. this many young players come up and be this good. This good. They're supposed to be – What's happening now is supposed to happen next year. And in 2025, we're supposed to be contending, for, you know, a contending team. What's happening right now? I've never seen this many players come up from the minor leagues and be this good all at the same time. Okay, I'm going to give you an analogy because, okay. you, as you know, I covered the Patriots for yep. a long, long time. Bill Belichick often, often says that 01 Patriots team that beat mm -hmm. the greatest show on turf. Yep. Uh, in Super Bowl 36, was never expected and right. was never anticipated to get anywhere close to the Super Bowl. Yep. And they got hot at the end of the year. Uh, they were five and five. They finished eleven and five. Won the AFC East. Got a bye. Beat the uh, Oakland Raiders in that snowball in tuck the game. Uh, <laughs> tuck game, right? They then they beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh when Thank the God. Steelers had their bags packed for New Orleans, uh, <laughs> and then. 
And then uh, the Rams came back, tied the game uh, at 17 all in the Super Bowl, and Adam Vinatieri makes history. In, and again, that team, that Patriot team, was never expected to get anywhere close uh, to the Super Bowl by the expectations of their own head coach, Bill Belichick. Maybe there's a little bit of that going on with the Reds, that this team was not, is not expected to get anywhere close, but maybe they go on a magical run. And like you said earlier, enjoy the ride. Exactly. That, that's what I, I – that's because, like I said, I've been a Cincinnati fan my entire life. There's been more downs than there's been ups. Yep. With these two <laughs> So just enjoy what we have right now because it is a blast. I mean, my son has never – he never saw the Bengals win a playoff game until, you know, 2022. Never seen the Reds win win a playoff series. He's going flipping nuts right now. He's more – he's into the Reds. I was – well, he started getting into it more than, than I did. I'm talking – coming around watching them a lot more than, than I was. But just to watch my son enjoy watching the Cincinnati Reds and find the joy that I found as a Reds fan in the 80s right. is awesome. Well, I grew up with the Big Red Machine, and uh, that had a remarkable impact on me. Is really the big reason why – and Marty Brenneman, oh, yeah. his calls of the game. That That's why I do what I do today, exactly. Iceman. And uh, I can tell you that I want – what I really want to see for the Reds – is Great American Ballpark starting to become a home field advantage for yes. the Reds? Because yes. the last two years, even, well, obviously the last three years, but 2020 doesn't count. So 21 and 22, there were too many empty seats. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what really was at the cause and that was at the root of what um, Phil Castellini said on the, at the home opener of 2022. Yeah, And I think... That was a message he he sent that wasn't well received. Obviously, the style could have used some improvement. There's no question about that. I think he would admit that privately. But the reason he came out and said that was because the year before, in 2021, in September, when that team was competing for a playoff berth, they were. there's nobody in the stands. Right. That has to be different this time around. The Reds fans, the Reds fans ba fan base now has legitimate reason to come out every night, support the team, fill great American ballpark and make it a home field advantage. And you can sense that yes. turning around as well. Yes. It kind of reminds me, like we just swept the, the Astros and they were talking about this, how the Astros had what three years in a row, losing a hundred games or whatever. And now they went to Correct. the AOCS five years in a row and they're sold out all the time. Yep. We're on the verge of that. It feels like to me, and I don't know about going to the, I agree. the five year run. possible. Talent. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, if you're a Reds fan, go out and watch them. It's an exciting team. Track should be on for a half hour, dude. I appreciate you. I really do appreciate you, man, because you, you jumped in when I needed you. So plug, plug your, your your podcast, plug your articles, whatever you want to do before I let you go, man. At Trags on Twitter, T-R-A-G-S. Uh, on YouTube, that's my Jungle Roar Pod uh, YouTube page. It's at Jungle Roar Pod, all one word, after YouTube.com. Uh, be sure to check me out there. It's, we're taking a bit of a well, we are taking a summer hiatus, just like players. <laughs> There's no coaches. football right now. <laughs> uh, so we're taking a hiatus now and going to come back uh, stronger than ever at the end of July when training camp opens. Uh, and uh, if you want to follow all my material online at clnsmedia.com. Uh, and go follow him on Twitter because he's blowing up about the Reds. He, he, he's having, having fun watching the Reds game. It's a fun team to follow right now, Jeff. Oh. Dude, this is this is awesome. I I, I love this. I, I I love my city. I love America's my team. America's by the team. way, <laughs> by the by the way, we we all realized this was that was the Atlanta Braves back in the late seventies, <laughs> early eighties. We do them. remember that. I do. So, I somebody do. out there in the comments, please tell me that you you remember that and that <laughs> this is not original. I, as much as I want it to be an original thing for the Reds, it's not. Well, they, they it, it did was that the Atlanta Braves when they were on Superstation yep. TBS. Correct. Yep. They came yep. up with America's I remember that because it was them and the Cubs you could watch all the time. And I'm like, and, and that was back when the Braves sucked. And I'm like, Man, the hell are no, they, they were bad. <laughs> they were terrible, man. They, but, they yeah, were bad. I, I, I do remember that. Anyway, Mike, I appreciate you, brother. All right. I'll do it again sometime. <laughs> Take it easy, man. Thanks. Later. All right, guys. Like I said, Trags is awesome. He helped me out because, oh, yeah, that Gary Miller is going to come on uh, sometime. I don't know. Maybe not next week because I'm on vacation, but sometime soon. Like I said, the Canadian Cowboy, Joseph Daniel Vado, went off last night. So Channel 12 wanted him to go down to GABP. So he wasn't able to join me, but Trags is able to jump on. So I appreciate it. And like I said, guys, this 
this team is just fun to watch. What does scare me is the starting pitching. I know that Hunter Green is on the IL. Lodolo is on the IL. We got Abbott. <laughs> that is, I mean, the job, I, I, I'll give David Bell credit. I mean, like in 2021, I gave David Bell a lot of credit because he kept that team in the playoff run when we had a oh gigantic hole in the bullpen. He's managing his ass off. I mean, like last night, I had no problem with him bringing a farmer in. The farmer goes and gives up, you know, he, t- he lets the tie get tied. And I look at my son and go, that's not Bell's fault. I mean, he, he made the right decision, I thought. The guy just didn't come through. So I think David Bell has gotten better. I could not stand the way he managed at the beginning of this when he first started, what, four years ago, five years ago now. So I'm coming around. He still does stuff that drives me nuts, but. Just the talent that's on this team. I've said this a million times. It reminds me, everybody keeps saying, it reminds me of the 2021 Bengals. These guys can play and they ain't scared of nobody. And like the Cowboys said, they will fight you from the parking lot all the way back to the game and back out to the parking lot. I mean, it's America's team. And if you don't understand why they're calling themselves America's teams, they kind of say it tongue in cheek. And Tyler Malley, or not Tyler Malley, Malley, the catcher, was on Jim Dave's podcast. And he was kind of explaining it's more of, doing the right things, playing baseball the right way, hustling. You know, David Bell, you know, he said he has one requirement, at least show up for the for the uh, singing of the national anthem. You know, it's when he at least wants you to be there on time for that. Be on time to the ballpark. Give good at bats. That's what this team does. And this is a team, this reminds me of the teams I grew up watching. The Barry Larkins, the Chris Sabos, the Paul Neos, the Eric Davises. This, this is the way they played. It was it wasn't sit back and swing and wait for the three-run homer. They made made stuff happen. They're stealing. They're hitting and running. Ellie De La Cruz is the most electrifying man in baseball. He literally, if he hits the ball on the ground, he's got a chance to get on base. It is ridiculous. Matty Batts is like that. Rake Fraley is one of the best power guys we got. I mean, you got him. You got Will Benson. Steer can play left field, third base, first base. Ellie can play third, short, second. I mean, the guys can play all over the place. Now you got Joseph Daniel Votto coming back. And if he could harness what he did last night, which it looked pretty good. And, and, and Joey Votto wasn't going to come back unless he was fully healthy. I, I mean, I said that from the get-go. He's not going to come out here. He's not going to embarrass himself. And what he said last night is also he said he told, told it to some close friends that he thought he was going to homer in the first or, two, first or second game. And by God, did he homer. This first, well, the first ball he he saw, he smoked it to center field. It was 100 something miles off the bat. The second one drilled it to right field. Watching Joey Votto put the Viking helmet on, the cape, and everything. And shout out to Reds fans that were there at the game last night. I'm so happy that you guys did not boo him because I had so many people on my Facebook and my Twitter were like, why are we bringing Votto back? He's going to mess this up. He's going to mess that up. It's Joey freaking Votto. <laughs> I mean, he's going to fit in. And and for, for Reds fans to give him a standing ovation and give him that love was awesome. And that's what Reds fans do. We take care of our own players. Joey Votto's not going to embarrass himself. Joey Votto's going to fit in where he fits in. And is he going to bat third? No. He might bat fifth, sixth, I think, pretty much all year. Once Ellie De La Cruz starts hitting like he's going to hit, and they're going to start batting around Ellie. I think you put Joseph Dane Novato in the sixth spot right behind Ellie De La Cruz, and if Votto's hitting like Joey Votto can hit, they're not going to be able to pitch around Ellie. You can have, they, you got a hell of a lineup there. TJ Frito, Matty Bats, India, Ellie, Votto. That's a damn good line. You still got Fraley. <laughs> you still haven't got the steer. You got Stevenson. That's a hell of a lineup right there. You got CES if you can put him in the, in the in at DH. I'm just saying, this team is built for a long, long time, and I am here for it. All right, I went off for a long time. Let's see what everybody's talking about in the chat here, real quick. Well, let's see. Here. All right, Ken, we all grew up, grew up cheering for the Big Red Machine. I agree, it's coming back around. Now, I'll put it this way: the Big Red Machine. You have got eight Hall of Famers. Yes, I'm including Pete Rose and. Uh, Dave Concepcio, because it's an absolute travesty that Dave Concepcio is not in the Hall of Fame. In his era, he was the best shortstop in baseball, and it's absolutely ridiculous that he's not in there. But anyway, 
that's a big jump. I, are these guys going to be that good? I have no idea. We got one Hall of Famer, and his name is Joey Votto. I know that. The rest of them, I have no idea. Either way, they've got the, this is the most talented team I've seen out of a Reds team since like 1990. I mean, and they're all guys from our farm system that we either drafted or we trade for and we helped develop. It is awesome. Uh, yep, yeah, Brad, it was on TBS. Yes, TBS was the uh, where the Braves were at. Uh, yeah, Ted. Turn to shove that down. Yes, America's team, the Atlanta Braves, and they stunk. <laughs> I was like, what? All right, Crown. I remember when I told you Hunter Green was ready. Oh, you said he was ready, Crown, like two years before he came, he brought him up. I'm like, I think I'm telling you. I was like, pump the brakes, let him get developed. But I gotta find out if he has a torn thing in his hip, that's not good. Hopefully, it's not because. Hunter Green's really good, and he's our future, so we got to make sure that he heals up and is ready to go. Ken, it was most definitely a baseball town, but that was changing. Seems like fans still love the Reds, but the Bengals are right up there. Look, I'm not saying this is a front-running town. This is a, 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 a winning, hustling town. If you're winning, then we will come out to the games and we will support you. If, if we feel you're in the fight, if we – like the, the thing that I think irritated me – I'll just speak for myself. The last year is it felt like the ownership did not give two craps about us. They didn't care what product they put on the field. Because I mean, we had this with Carl Linder. I remember Carl Linder owned the team and it drove me freaking nuts. He expected us to come out, pay our hard earned hard earned money to watch two guys. They're Hall of Famers, Ken Griffey Jr. and Barry Larkin. He never got them any pitching. He never got them anything. It was a struggle. They could score, but they couldn't pitch. All you had was Bronson Royal and Aaron Harang. And that's, and then we started at all. Oh, it cost too much money. Then we started trading everybody and you still had Larkin and you still had Junior. And that was it. This feels a little, this feels different. And I said this on my show last year, when they make these trades, I said, I could see a plan if it works. And I said, that's an if because, and if they stick to it, because they've tried to do this for it and they've never stuck to it. It's never worked. I mean, for them to have four to five guys to come up out of out of minor leagues and to play like they are, it's it, you're hitting the Reds hit the lottery. I mean, legitly. To have Matt McClain, Steer, Ellie, Abbott, and I guess I keep saying CES, he's down there. He's if he comes up and starts hitting, that's five guys. That doesn't happen. I mean, it took the Astros three years of losing a hundred games. Three years in a row of losing a hundred games. To get the talent they have now. We did it in one year. Now, is that credit to Nick Crawl? I think it is. And the Reds team and scouts and developing. Because the guys that are coming up, they're ready to play. And how many times do we say in the past, oh, he's not ready to play? Jose Barrero. They brought him up too soon. I'll go back to Homer Bailey. I still say they brought Homer Bailey up too early. And I don't think he ever reached his potential because of that. You bring guys up too early. They never get there. It messes with their brain or something. I think the Reds have done an absolute phenomenal job of waiting. Like, see, yes, I think he needs to come up. And, no, and I agree with what Trag says, that he needs to come up, but he needs to play. And this is where I'm at as far as the lineup goes. Tyre Steven, you got to catch. This whole first base thing, it's done. We got to get rid of three catchers. You're, you keep Mally or you keep Casale, one of the two. Tyre Steven's got to catch. You have a backup. Then you got Votto and CS at first base or DH. You got um, Indy at second, um, Matty Bats at, at shortstop, um, Elliott third, Steers in left, and then you got um, uh, um, TJ in center, and then right field is is Will Benson and, and, and Rick Fraley, you know, or, or vice versa. And the thing is, you can move around. With the, that's the one good thing about that, having the DH. You can have guys play. You can give day, guys days off. There's enough positions that they can play everybody on a consistent enough basis. That's where I'm kind of – where everybody's like, well, I don't want to come up here and sit. I don't think CES is going to come up here and sit. They had the DH. <laughs> he could play first base. He could play third base. They're trying to get him to play the outfit. Is he going to be a great outfitter? Probably not. But where he, you would have been for the bat. Either way, just think of that lineup, people. <laughs> Holy crap. And then if you can get down the stretch, hopefully Hunter's healthy. We get Ashcraft back. Abbott keeps pitching like he is. Odolo. That's four really good starters. I want to go get another long reliever to help out because this bullpen is going to get wore out, and they are going to have to lean heavily on the bullpen right now because of the starting pitching 
So I, I hate to say it, but Newman's playing good. Trading, <laughs> trading, go get him and, and, and get, go get a, a starting pitcher if you can. That's the time to put him out there. You know, then you bring up CES. I'm not saying go get a, you know, you're not for, for Newman, you're not going to get a, a high ace. You get a capable starting pitching, a long reliever, I'll take it. All right, let's see here. Uh, a couple more in it. I will get out of here. Uh, dude, that was damn fast. I don't know. What, what was what was fast, Jeremy? I don't know. I'm, I'm still talking. Uh, that slide of first base and called safe was amazing. Oh, yeah, Ellie, that was one of the coolest plays I've ever seen. Holmes, what's up? I think a statement. I think a settlement with his bat and his message after the game i have to admit the reds are fun to watch way better than my cards hey your car I'm, I'm still scared of your cards like your cards drive me nuts they'll they'll, they'll st still be in it at the end i think i meant to say Votto's statement oh, i gotcha with his baddest message yeah exactly I, I i love Votto. uh jerry uh and getting extremely lucky with all yes and, and, and that's a good point this is it's all they they Got guys with talent. They got athletic guys. They got guys who are all in and were focused on doing this. And, and Matt, Matty Bat said this on the Jim Day podcast. He goes, he asked him, you know, where he wants to play. He said, well, I like shortstop. I'll play wherever I want, but I want to win. That's the mentality of all these guys. They want to come up and they want to win. They're not coming up to try to make all-star. Yeah, of course they love to make all-star teams. Make a million dollars. Right now they're young. They want to win. That is contagious. That is awesome. So that's where I'm just like, I've never, I keep saying, I've never seen this many guys come up all at the same time and be this good. Uh, all right. Stranger, how do we force, you're not going to. It's kind of like trying to force Mike Brown out. You're not going to. Cardinals are the Steelers to us in baseball. Yes, they are. They are. And the thing that cracks me up when I was a kid in the 80s and the Cardinals were in the East, I actually like the Cardinals and Ozzy Smith, Will McGee, Vince Coleman. I actually, you know, I, I like them. I can't stand them now. Uh, they're they're kind of like you know the Houston Cougars in basketball for me, or the freaking Steelers in football. I can't stand them. So let's see here, Ken. One more, one more, and I get the hell out of here. Ellie can turn the lights off and be in bed <laughs> before it gets dark, uh, dude. I I don't doubt it. Like I said, I want to race. I'll, not me. I, I will lose. I want to see I want to see Chase and I want to see Ellie in a race and see who is the fastest man alive. All right, we got the uh, game tonight at seven ten. Let me see who's pitching here real quick before I get the heck up out of here. And listen, Will Myers got DFA today. wasn't surprising to me at all. Lively's pitching today, uh, so that's your pitcher for the Reds. It wasn't surprising. I said Will Myers. It wasn't surprising that they DFA'd him. I don't think they had much of a choice. I mean, there was no place to put them. So, and that's, again, I'll go do a Bengals analogy. That's something different that the Reds haven't done in the past. They owe him money. They're just eating the money. They did it with Moose. They did it with, with Will now. They signed Hunter Green to a contract. I mean, I was in the same mindset. Okay, yeah, these guys are good. They're going to trade them all. They're not gonna be able to keep everybody. Don't don't get me wrong, but things are changing. Things are a changing. I'm here for it. All right, guys, let's just get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Buck Nuts, the Ice Bar. And then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Eyes. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle. Handle is at Jeff A. Trotopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I'll be pulling a sign off later on tonight. So if you missed anything that me and Trags were talking about with the Red Bengals, check it out. It's on the be it'll be on the podcast on BeanPod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and re review. Leave a comment and a five-star review so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, you guys are awesome. 2,218 subscribers. It is awesome. I'm so happy the Reds are doing good because we got a month where basically no baseball or no football unless Joe Burrow's contract comes out. Just think of the if 
end of July, beginning of August, the Reds are still in this, and we got the Bengals coming up, and then we got the Bearcats going to start the Big 12. Yeah, I'm talking about Cincinnati sports, baby. Holy crap. This is so much damn fun. I cannot wait to get to the game. I'm not going to the game, but I'm going to go right over there, and I'm going to watch it. Other than that, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I think I got Wayne Box Miller on tomorrow. Um, so uh, keep a lookout for my link to tell you who it is. I'm working on that. And I got to bet on the Reds again. They're going to win 10 in a row. And thing, I want to do this real quick. The record this year is the Tampa Bay Rays. They won 13 out the box. The Reds won nine. Let's go get 14. We got to get, we got to get 10 right now. This is fun. I'll see you guys tomorrow. That's your sports, baby. See ya! Talked about it yesterday. Just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game. Not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they got to play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, the lane jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. This so void in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, show Boys had it really gritty. They tried to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gonna happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. And came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Von gon' ring your I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse Bates in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field. We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the loser way. It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it. Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him. And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him. Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him. Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash. Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash. Every week it seems like Lou digging deeper in his bag. And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up.